Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all the new FX shows coming this summer. We're going to be talking about the recent um, quarterly results. We'll also be sharing our thoughts on some of the new Disney Plus originals, including The Quest and Sneakerella, plus much more. So we might as well just jump straight into it. So Disney this week had its quarterly investors call. And we kind of got some new details of it. We now know um, the latest um, Disney Plus subscriber numbers up till the 2nd of April 2022. So globally now, there's 137.7 million subscribers to Disney Plus, which is up just under 8 million on this time in the last quarter. Um, so that exceeded expectations. It was um, the, the Wall Street was um, happy with that, especially after the whole situation with Netflix. And that breaks down because now we have breakdowns. So in the US and Canada, it was 44.4 million. In international, excluding obviously the US, Canada, Disney Plus Hotstar, it's 43.2 million. While Hotstar, um, this was Hotstar, is 50 million. So it's, it, it's, you know, at the minute, very much like North America is like second place, and then it's international, and then you've got um, Hotstar is the biggest, but they make a lot less money per person um, on the Hotstar one. ESPN Plus is 22.3 million. I think it was up about a million on last quarter. And Hulu was 45.6 million. So it's only literally gone up like a couple hundred thousand for, for Hulu, which is not a huge surprise since they've only had a couple of shows to kind of boost it. And I think it's at a cap. I don't know if Hulu will really get much more, really. I can't see how it, how it can in the current situation. So overall, Disney's up. But yeah, but what did you think of that? Uh, I was just going to say, even... Even if it wasn't the current situation, I don't think Hulu is going to gain too many more at this point, simply because it's just been established for so long. Yeah, uh, it we don't see big up and down trends with Hulu, and also as well, you know, as they're going to start losing content um, mm -hmm. with some of the stuff like all the NBC content being removed and next day stuff, and this is constant big cloud over Disney Plus, like it's. it's Back to eating. It's just almost like Hulu's there to go. I've got more subscribers than Disney Plus. Disney Plus is behind. They go. I'm about to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're about to merge, whether you yeah. want to or not. Yes. So, so 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 generally good news. Um, that was all good. Uh, Disney's numbers were slightly down. There wasn't a lot that came out of the investors' day. Oh, so the investors' call. There was, um, generally a lot of talk about keeping ESPN Plus as a a standalone thing moving more over from the cable network over onto ESPN plus because I think they're just generally seeing that sport is growing online on streaming away from cable cable but they don't want they're very much along the lines of we like cable we like the money coming from cable but it's dying but we know it's not completely gone so we're just going to keep our and they keep one foot on each side and I think that's a good idea I think they probably need to I think you're going to see this I think a lot more with all the big studios as they're going to start kind of treating them both like almost like equals whereas before it was like linear was king and streaming was this new little project where now it's like actually no we need to um kind of i know that's definitely what's happening with discovery as well with one of us discovery and that and uh live sports still feels like it's in the domain of linear and that draws in a very large amount of viewers worldwide depending on what yeah. the sport is so the streaming sports you know, obviously a lot of people have made the jump over to that, but still, for whatever reason, it's it has that, well, we're going to turn on the, the game and it's going to be a little family time event. Maybe not like mm. you know, close family time, but we're all sitting together on the couch watching uh, whatever the sport is at the moment. So, yeah, uh, it, it will eventually shift away. But that one that one's holding strong, actually. Yeah. On and also as well, um, there's very much a lot of talk about it being like the third pillar of content for Disney Plus, or sorry, for Disney as a whole in the US. Internationally, it's a little bit more different because it's broken down a little bit different in terms of their content. But it's they're still very bullish on sports. I I actually having listened to this um investors call, I was very much online. Yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't see ESPN Plus being merged in with Disney Plus for a while. They seem to be going in an entirely different direction with that one. I could still see it doing um, like what they did with Hulu, where you can access it within it. And also, I wouldn't be at all surprised if you start seeing what they're doing like with Hulu and ABC, where they start, they're broadcasting some content in there to kind of get you hooked in some, to get some big audiences, because they're doing that a lot. I think we're going to see a little bit more of that maybe when the live streaming starts. I could see them also doing, you know, Disney Plus or Hulu are the homes of the documentaries. Yeah. And ESPN Plus is like primarily 
the live sports or the the replays or the highlight shows, those kind of things. But you know, like the thirty and thirty moves over to to Disney Plus and things like that. Yeah, I think I think we're just going to see much more. I think that's going to become the new bundle in the US, and within a couple of years, it will be like you have the sports package, and then you have their entertainment pack. I think, and I I think that's what they should have done in Latin America with Star Plus, and I think also maybe having ESPN Plus internationally could work as a like a, a premium add-on because I believe that's what they're going to do with um, like HBO and also. Discovery Plus, because that's what they do at the minute. Yeah, they charge you more for Eurosport than you do in your normal Discovery Plus. I think, and I personally quite happy with that. And then they can throw in some free games and stuff here and there for the for the for the, for the masses as a bit of promotion kind of thing. Yeah, in the states at least, I don't know how this works internationally, but um, a lot of the sport broadcasts are negotiated at a local level, which mm-hmm. is I, I don't know how like the Premiership or or you know those work, but. Like if I want to watch one of the Colorado teams, I will be watching it on a local channel. Yeah. Whereas if uh, there there will probably be national games, and but there'll only be one or two of those. So in, mm. unless the Colorado team is playing a national on that national channel, more often than I'll get the local channel. Um, there's a whole thing going on with the Colorado mm. channels, but that's separate from this. And I think that that might also interfere with how they would get streaming mm. um, rights since you have to negotiate both national and local level, which is an well, extra level of annoyance. I, I, that's probably one of the the other major issue, I think, for the sports side of things is, is the rights, because every country is different, everywhere is different. I know Disney's had got a major, they had a major problem down in some of the countries in Latin America recently, where they basically had to sell a load of channels and give stuff back because they had too much and it was like against the, the rules of the country and stuff. So if, the, sports is very complex, but I think we are going to see a little bit more of it within. I mean, we're already seeing it with the ESPN stuff already, but I think we're going to start seeing a little bit more of it. Like, I, I think having, you know, adding this ESPN Plus as a bundle of the two, putting it in there, if you want to subscribe extra to it, I think that's a good option. I think that's the best. And I also feel like that would help keep the cost of Disney Plus down a little bit by not having all the sports package in there. And I, I feel that that's probably where we're going to end up going, judging by what, what I was hearing. Yeah, and uh, you know, based on the subscriber numbers, which were actually a bit higher than I was expecting mm-hmm. for ESPN Plus, yeah, it does seem to be uh, an app that can maintain its own momentum without mm-hmm. needing additional name recognition on top. Yeah. I mean, ESPN is is very well known in the mm-hmm. states, and that's yeah. not a surprise. But it, there were more people subscribed to it than I thought there were mm-hmm. going to be. I know recently here in the UK, um, like the sports networks have recently, there's been a, a deal with Discovery and BT Sport, and the ESPN. They have an ESPN channel within that, and apparently the branding is going to be removed. Um, still going to have some content on there, which might free stuff up for um, UK ESPN stuff. But yeah, so that was going on. Um, also, in terms of general entertainment, very, very loose, very light, very kind of like, we are doing selected titles. We're, and, we, and over half of our people don't have kids, but we ain't telling you anything. <laughs> Just a little other lines of yeah, you've said you said absolutely nothing. Like one show a month is not enough to keep is not is not enough. You know, they're they're holding on for a reason. And I think this might tie into the ad tier, which um they wouldn't get into, but they talked a lot of it on the business side of things of bringing up per or bringing up subscribers, but more importantly, making more money from those subscribers um than they currently do. A lot of it is about trying to get more money per customer. Um They've all hooked us. Now it's a case of starting to ring us now. So it's starting to get a little bit more money out of us. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I think I would not be at all surprised if next week during the upfront event, there's going to be a big presentation for advertisers. And it'll be the first time Disney Plus is there. I wouldn't be at all surprised if there's some advertising details next week um, because of that there. But they might hold off a little bit longer. Um, but that would be, if I, if, if I were to bet, there's a big, big presentation about advertising that would seem to be the great time. They were also doing a, I think the a financial officer's doing an, a, a speech at some event or something. So there's there's a lot of business ad talk next week. Um, obviously, next week on our podcast, we won't be doing um, any news because it's going to be a, it's a pre-recorded one where we talk about Doctor Strange and Pistol. Just a heads up. So if you don't, we won't. There won't be any news next week. It'll be the week after. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much the investors' call. There wasn't a lot. There wasn't any big, nice, juicy news. Nothing really. It was very, very um, 
quiet, but just a lot of stuff about ads and sport and subscribers and just getting back every getting all the parks open and stuff. So that was that was about it. Yeah, and it's always important to remember the investors are not advertising um, no. functions. This is for people who own the stock or want to own the stock to be told this is why you should buy our stock. And that's true for every single company yeah. that does one of these. And so the focus is not on. We've got Obi-Wan Kenobi coming up uh, you know, in a couple of weeks. This is this is why you will get your money back by investing in it. Yes, I mean they're trying. Obviously, the stock didn't go up a lot. It's kind of been bouncing around, but the whole market at the minute is all over the place. With, <laughs> kind of, with us all going into like, um, well, essentially, I mean, I feel you know we're sliding into recession. You know, I mean, I know you know the, the cost of living, the cost of fuel, the cost of gas, the electric, everything right now is going up. You know, food, everything, everything, and it's not just in the US. This is over here in Europe, Europe, UK as well. It's it's happening everywhere. And, you know, they're all very much aware of it. And, you know, this is why I think the ad tiers and stuff are coming in super fast because people are going to be cutting, cutting costs where they can. Yeah. I, sorry. I, I laugh at that, not because it's funny, but because of how, how much it has dominated the conversation around yeah. the office in like the last couple of days where uh, they're, they're just, just comment streams coming in of like, Oh my God, everything's in free fall. The tech stocks are, going all over the place and just like wow this is so that was more of like a oh god everything is burnt is on fire and burning laugh not a how oh, this is, people yeah. are losing money this is hilarious but. yes yes i must admit it, it, it's it's kind of pretty um it's just i think that whole thing of i think like you said the stock price you know there's a lot of sometimes being put on disney of like and Netflix and rest, but it is very much across the whole board of most most businesses are going i've had some rough week and you know after the after the last two years of the pandemic, this is I think this whole idea that we're all gonna shoot up, you know, straight after it and have this big boom time. But then in some ways that could happen the opposite way with streaming, where more people are at home because they're not spending money going out, not going out to you know on holiday as much. But I think the ad tiers are where people are really gonna start. If you've got the choice of having, you know, Peacock, Netflix, and if you've only got 30 bucks, then you know, well, I can add them all at five bucks each on ads. Or I can have two or three with with ads, you know. I think that's where people will start. Or you might be going, "I'll have that one and that one that I watch the most without ads." But the two or three that I only watch a few shows on, I'll have them with ads. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that moving forward. It's all going to depend on how invasive the ads are, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you if you have Hulu and you're on the ad tier and you're watching on a Family Guy, and there's four ads. Three minutes of show, four ads, three minutes or so, Pepsi Max right there. <laughs> you know, it, it you're not gonna stay with that tier, right? Because that that you're you're not getting a good viewing experience. But if it's kind no. of like you know, you get yeah, there's we'll, we'll sponsorship by Duracell, uh, there'll be 10 minutes of show, you get one or two short ads, and then you get the rest of the show. That's not too bad. Uh Okay, that one's uh, that one's very British. I don't even know what that one is. Actually. You don't know what blue tack is? I think it's, I've never heard of blue tack. Blue tack is you putting posters and stuff up on the walls. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I think we have a different brand for that here, but okay. I'm familiar yeah. with, with that. I was like blue tack. I thought that was candy at first. Actually, like, you wouldn't want to chew that. I don't know. I don't think so. No, but I think as you said, you know, it's it's all part of it, and I think we are going to see a big shift. And you know Netflix have said this week that they they're trying to rush out advertising. I do think on Disney side they're in that good position where they've been doing advertising for a while, so they know the business. They've been in it for decades. Hulu is established with adverts, so they've got all that knowledge there, ready to go. You know they've already got customers. They've already got the systems in place, ready to roll. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how all of this works out this next week. Uh, hopefully they'll announce a lot and kind of clarify things but like you said this is more for the advertisers more pitching why advertisers want to be on disney plus than for us yeah. but you know some details I mean, might leak out yeah and also generally uh, you might find out about some shows there might be some trailers that might, that might drop to us they did a lot of announcements in the last 24 hours there's been loads of um all the companies have been doing it because they're all doing their upfront of it because they basically they have all these these events with all the studios and all the advertisers go to all of them they, and then they go to another show and then they and they're basically all being like advertise for this and advertise, and you know they're trying to get um you know and it's again it's it's for the advertisers and we as consumers are just we might just get a few little nuggets some nice stuff but 
let's jump into some of the news. So, up first, let's talk about this one. Now, we have to take this one with... This one, I wouldn't say a picture. So. This one. So this one is She-Hulk. Um, um, so according to the UK Disney Plus official website, so if, if I'm going to bring this up here um, so we can see it. Um, so if we actually go to the official UK uh, website, they have now actually listed the show. So in case, and um, so if I'm just going to bring the share up here just so we can see it. I forgot to do that one now. We are, you know, if I go in here now and I go into the um, Marvel on Disney Plus here on the official website on the UK website here, it states that She Hulk is streaming on the 17th of August. So, and it gives you a little bit. Now, this, when I've had a look, this has changed from last month where it was just coming soon. They've also got the Miss Marvel coming in here on the 8th. So, the 17th of August. Now, assuming that is correct, I mean, it could be incorrect, you know, or it's not officially out properly yet. But nevertheless, it is um, it is on a, an official Disney website. <laughs> so, that's the way we're going to look at it. Um, 17th of August, if it's 10 episodes, I mean, if we go on one a week, that takes us through to mid-October. Um, if we get two episodes or three episodes at the front, obviously that will just trim down down the other end. But that will end, you know, it's like that would lead us maybe just a couple of weeks away from the Werewolf by Night special. You know, we've still got the I Am Groot special. We've got the hot the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and also season two of uh, What If. So I'm thinking, well, actually, August might uh, might tie in quite nicely, and especially if they've got a Star Wars or Willow something to go alongside it. Um, yeah, it was a little bit sooner than I thought. I was I was expecting November. I was expecting um, October and November for that one. Yeah, although that one's been in production for quite some time, and and it's actually one of the first series we knew about. So, yeah, yeah, I was expecting a little bit later in the year, yeah. but I'm happy to have it earlier, assuming those dates are correct, and. Uh, actually very much looking forward to this series. I hope it's a, a good blend of um, of lawyer, procedural, and you know, mm. Hulk smash, or She-Hulk smash in this case. Yeah, I still don't think we're going to get um, Secret Invasion this year. I think that will be next year. Um, I think with if we didn't have the, the two holiday specials and what if, um, then I would... But in some ways, it's, it's kind of... And then you've got the movies dropping in as well. But you know, I don't know. I just I can't see how we could see. I just can't see how Secret Invasion would fit. Otherwise, we're just and also with what if? I mean, that would take us. I mean, if that's that could take us right through like November and December with new episodes weekly. And yeah, like Thor: Love and Thunder should should in theory be coming in around that same time frame, yeah. depending on on what the release window that Disney yeah. is going to be using for the movies going forward. Yeah, so yeah, that could be that's definitely gonna be interesting. So that was She Hulk, so that was literally just overnight that's come in. Um, let's talk now about some other ones. So we got a new trailer for a movie called Rise, which is coming, and I'm just gonna check that. I think it was the 24th of um, yeah, 24th of um, June. So this is all about, and I'm gonna try and pronounce the names because I'm just gonna um, butcher them all. Um, it's about it's about basketball. I'll be honest, I'd never heard of these people before the film. I watched the trailer and I'm like. If it wasn't for that last 20, 30 seconds, I, I was like, um, we need to, it's like, it's just basketball. Um, and I don't really get, you know, it's basketball. I mean, maybe if it was like Space Jam with Disney, I might be a little bit more interested. But for me, I am ext I'm extremely lukewarm on this. I, but this is where I usually end up getting caught out because of things like the safety, where I'm, I've got no knowledge of it. And you watch it, and go, oh, that was quite nice. But they'd only watch it once. So I, I will give this one a pure, Watch once, that's it, and that'll be it. Yeah, normally for these kind of movies, which are based on true story, I'm like, oh, I, I don't watch basketball, but I'm at least familiar with uh, the character or characters. Uh, this one, I, I have no idea who these these uh, three guys are. But yeah. that said, um, like like you said, the last twenty or thirty seconds, the focus really shifted away from basketball and more over to the immigration fight that yeah. they had because they are from Greece, uh, or they're from Nigeria and they had to immigrate to Greece and there's a whole like aspect to that. So it really depends largely on what is the focus of the movie going to be? Is it going to be on their struggle trying to fit into Greece, trying to not get kicked out of Greece because yeah. of the whole immigration thing. Um, and then 
basketball lifting them up out of that because they're really, really good at it and made it into the NBA. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not going to lie. I could easily have this as a 90-minute movie and basketball's in the last one minute. That's mm -hmm. his, He got signed. Oh, good. Or, <laughs> or, or the, the basketball is throughout, but it's not the focus. It's yeah. the, the kind of reminder, this is what's going to pull them, their family up and, and things like that. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see, but uh, safety, I think, looks like it's going to be a good comparison again because that, that was a movie. That I enjoyed that one. Yeah, no, we had a good review of that one. The football is certainly part of it, but the real story is him trying to, you know, make a life with his brother and not yeah. violate school. Well, not get caught violating school rules and things yeah. like that. Because I felt the trailer was very heavy. Because the trouble is as well is I was literally watching. Trailer, I didn't know is the footage at the beginning the real guy or the actor. That was, I mean, for me, I, I wouldn't know. Um, so it's a little bit like this is a one of I've just got to wait and watch it. I've got, I'm, and I'm, and probably in some ways, I'm probably the easiest way because I'm going to come in completely green, completely no idea, and it'll be just like, and I can probably enjoy the movie for what it is without any preconceived notions of who he is or what it is, and just take it for that. Right. And I think the trailer in particular, since this is like the first trailer for it, they really wanted to build on the these are people you already know angle. Obviously, neither you or I know, but a lot of people do know them. And so, it's going to focus heavily on the basketball because that's where people know them. And that's going to grab people in and go, this is why you want to follow this story because you've watched these guys playing basketball. And then it eases you into the, well, now we're going to tell you about their childhood and the growing up and the struggles. Um, so I understand why they did it that way, but if you don't know who they are, it doesn't quite hit the same. No, way. it doesn't. <laughs> it's like, okay. And it, it's, that, I think as well, if, this is this is something Disney. Disney's been doing these like sports movies for years and decades, and they were always trying to find that like you know they were successful enough for what they were were, but they often never even got released outside the US. Um, and they like making them, but they don't. They're not box office hits. They never make money in that same way. And Disney Plus is the perfect place for these sports movies, uh, and they're always a good a good way of doing it. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm I'm going in. Neutral. I've got no, no. I I didn't like it. And I didn't dislike it. So that's um, we'll watch. I I think I'm I'm slightly higher on the. Oh, this looks interesting. Scale mostly for those last twenty seconds yeah. where they they pulled the hook and it's like okay, all right. Depending on how how you play this, mm. uh, there could be a very interesting you know rise, uh, lift yourself up story out of yeah. this. I mean, it's like the thing. I mean. You know, you we find this with all these kind of sometimes you know you get these like biopics and bio series things like the dropout things like that. You've got no idea what that is before you start, and you you get you learn about it. So it's it's looking pretty good. So I'm I'm, I'm more than happy to give that one a go. And um, we also had another special coming to Disney Plus called Trevor the Musical. So this is um, coming on the same day on June the twenty fourth. And it follows a 13-year-old kid on a turbulent journey of self-discovery after an embarrassing incident at school. Trevor must summon the courage to forge his own path. Um, it was based on an award-winning um, short. And it's actually a filmed version of a stage show that was just off-Broadway. Yeah. I This came up. I'm like, you know, it's like, where the hell did this one come from? It's like, because it's very rare that you actually get a special, a Disney Plus original that drops where you're like, I've not even heard of it. Yes. Uh, there's been no no like inkling of this on the on the on the rumor mill and this is just like it was like okay well, what is this because i put the poster up and that was it and I'm like, i need the like the press release because i've got no idea what this is <laughs> uh, this is the first i'd heard of it yeah at all uh actually this is the first i'd heard of, of the musical let alone that they were turning it into a disney plus thing yeah uh, i guess it was an off-broadway musical yeah. uh about a kid who has a very traumatic experience mm -hmm. as a child in their childhood somehow connected to lgbtq yeah. plus uh, other than that i don't know anything about this my only thing with this is, is it a little bit too close to um better than eight than ever it probably i feel like it could have done with being a little bit further away from it actually yeah when i first read it and i hadn't connected that trevor was anything like, like didn't this already come out uh, yeah. and then like oh no this is a different story okay and, and i really enjoyed that movie i thought better than ever was was was, was fun um, i'll give this one I've, again i mean i like musicals I've, you know I, i've been to broadway and west end and you know like watching stuff so i'll give this one a go no i mean i think the idea of doing film versions of stage musicals i mean they had a big hit with um hamilton they're obviously going to be cheap to make for some of these ones so i wish i'd do things like the lion king and frozen 
and get that Aladdin one that they filmed and they just keep dangling it. It's like, we've got it filmed, it's ready to go. But yeah, so yeah, that one looks good. I, I do like the idea of Disney Plus kind of becoming a, a, a little home for all these little musicals because um, a lot of them, people will never get to Broadway. They'll never get to see them in person. This Especially really does, uh, you know, even before traveling prices, yeah. just the prices of the tickets themselves. Uh, this gives people an opportunity to see what all the hype is about. And of course, seeing it in person versus seeing it on Disney or, or whatever channel is always going to be different. But being able to see it here and going, oh, yeah, I'd really enjoy that. And I'm going to be in New York. And uh, this time, I maybe I'll see if I can get tickets uh, again, assuming you can afford them. But, yeah. Also, it, I, I, to be honest, watching things live, I mean, I would say I've seen Cats live. Fine. It's stupid. It's a bit funny. But it's fine because it's a, a nice performance. Watch When you watch the movie, you're like, no, this is not, not quite going to work. <laughs> because... When it's a live performance, you look at it differently than when it's a, a, a movie. And that's just, and, just, yeah. And also, like, even in terms of special effects, now, like, Cats probably isn't the best example of that, but when it's on stage, you kind of just roll with the kind of cheesy special effects, yeah. the things they have to do to that you just accept because obviously yeah. they're doing it live, they're doing it in front of you, they can't yeah. CGI things in later. But when you're watching it on TV, it's like, well, you could. You could just CGI some of that in there, yeah. right there, right now. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a. There, I, We're not talking about cats. The, no. I I had successfully forgotten about that movie, and I'm actually a little bit mad at you reminding me that. It exists. Uh, I yeah, just just say next next week you'll know why I mentioned it. Um, right. So also, um, we got another new series that's coming called Family Reboot, which is coming on June the fifteenth. Um, this is about helping six different families sh strengthen their bonds. Um, basically, they go on a. I go on a week when a weekend or whatever, um, and spend uninterrupted time together as they work with their guide to renew their relationship with others. There's six episodes, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, this is this kind of like this is something I'd have expected to see on TLC or on um, you know Discovery or something like that. Uh, this it's cheap TV. There's a home for it. It doesn't have to hit the same heights because the budget's so much less. Be honest, I've got no interest in this series at all. I will watch an episode or two to just because I do that with all Disney Plus originals. But this is just generally just like, yeah, this is just this is just typical like unscripted reality TV. But there, there's, there's there's a home for it. Found I think also it's good maybe for like mums might watch it to kind of you know because they will. Yeah, it's it's fine. It is what it is. I'm I'm not that bothered about it myself. I, I really don't have much else to say about it. It's complete. It's complete fluff. It, it might be entertaining. They they could pull it out and just be like, "This is uh, amazing." I ne I need to go spend time with my family. We need to go have a, a family vacation or whatever. But I, you know, I, I no don't have particularly high expectations no. for this. Um, I I do think, especially in the modern world, though, you know, remembering to take time and be with your family and turn off your work phone, turn off your connections to the office or, or whatever you need to is a good thing to do. Uh, is this the show to remind everybody? Yeah, probably not, but yeah, yeah. It, you know, good on them for, for putting it on. We'll give it a shot when it comes out. Yeah. Um, also, um, we've also got some new dates for some FX series. So these are the dates are for the um, Hulu in the U S and some of them are on FX series as well. I will say they have all of the shows I'm talking about have been confirmed to be coming to Star Plus in Latin America and on Disney Plus under the Star Banner in all territories. However, no release date has yet been announced for any of these. So I'll, I'll say that now. So we so they are going to be future Disney Plus um, for for me at least. So we've got the Old Man, which is um, with Jeff Bridges. That's going to be coming out on Hulu on an FX on June the 16th. Um, that's that's one that um, looks pretty good because he's. Like a um, he's flushed out of hiding, and he's um, he's a CIA agent and stuff like. That. So it's just, and Jeff Bridges is always good, you know that kind of yeah. thing. So that that that'll be a good solid drama. Yeah, to, all, to Jeff yeah. Bridges by himself. I'm I'm good. I don't need yeah. even really need to know rest of the information. I'm, no. I'm already in on it. Uh, the Bear is a new comedy series coming on June the twenty uh, third on Hulu, and it's got eight episodes, and it's all about a young chef from a fine dining world who comes home to Chicago to run his family sandwich shop, the original beef of Chicago land. So I'm sold, chef running a cafe. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I I can relate. <laughs> so working, so a top, working, uh, yeah, a top tier chef now working in a deli kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, going in and having to work with your work with your parents to help them make sandwiches. Yep, yeah, that's that I can I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that one's coming. We're also getting the fourth season of What We Do in the Shadows. I'm gonna be honest, I've not watched yes. any of them yet. On it's July, a, it's, a, it's a really good series. That's coming on July the twelfth. Um, yeah, so we're getting two episodes. <laughs> so that I, mean, I know that was like with vampires and stuff. For some reason, the the, the international right for that series has kind of been a bit mucky because it's been on like the BBC and uh, so like here in the UK we've got the first two seasons on Disney Plus but the third season is still stuck on iPlayer so there might be this is the problem with the release dates on this stuff so I, I am very much looking forward to this when they announced the release date I was like yes this is yeah. I'm I'm very excited I will say though the humor is exceptionally dry and it does take a little bit of getting it take a few episodes yeah. to get into but once it gets going uh, it's it's such a fun, stupid, quirky series, and the characters are a lot of fun. Yep. And from there, we're also getting uh, the American Horror Stories, uh, the second season, installment two, dropping on July the 21st on Hulu. So just continuing on, obviously, with what we've seen so far. And obviously, internationally, that is a, already a star original with the first season. I enjoyed a few of them, because I had not seen any of the American Horror Stories, so I watched a few of the episodes and was like, yeah, okay, that was, that was fun. There was um, a few good ones there. We're also getting Reservation Dogs season two will be coming on August the third on um, Hulu. Um, I I've, I think I've only seen half the first season again because it's a star original on Disney Plus over here. Um, right. So that that's good again, but that's um, kind of in the same creator Taki Wakiti who did um, what we do in the shadows. You know that he's involved in both of them. I think he's only a producer on this one, yeah. which means that his creative uh, involvement is minimal. That said, the first season was very good, and I'm I'm excited I to it. see season two. I liked it. I, I I must put it on my watch list to kind of continue on. I think when it came out, there was like some other stuff came at the same time. But yeah, I, I enjoyed that one because it was nice watching something a bit different, a different take on teen, teen culture in the US and stuff. So that was good. Then we're getting another one called um, Welcome to Wrexham. So this one's dropping onto Hulu. Um, on sorry, on the FX first on the 24th of August, following day on Hulu, two episodes beginning. And this is all about Ryan Reynolds and Rob from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They buy a, a football club here in the, in or in Wales, and they turn it around. So, well, we've been seeing loads of stuff because every time they come over to film stuff, it's all over the news. <laughs> um, every time, and because Ryan Reynolds, he was doing a they were doing some live talk with him and he came on and he was swearing away. And then they went we're live <laughs> and he was so apologetic because you could tell that thing. Like, no. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I wonder, do you guys have like a five second delay on live broadcast? Cause that's, think, that's something we had to start doing. Yeah. I mean, they do, but I think that sometimes there's not quite so much on like, maybe on a football. So um, I'm hoping they get this sorted to get, especially here in the UK, that needs to be out the same time i hope they can sort that out because it's a show about wales and in the uk they should, we should really realistically get it around this time and um yeah if i remember the press release uh properly wrexham is also like one of the oldest football clubs uh in the united kingdom at the very least uh, well, it's, it's also it's just i think it's just basically it's a yeah it's the a third oldest professional club in the world in the and, world so not yeah. just the uk and well, soccer only exists in the, in the UK, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's also, I mean, everyone in Wrexham loves them because, you know, they're basically coming in and just spending money. I, I, to be honest, it's football. I hate football. I've got no interest <laughs> in football. It takes me back to high school where I just used to just, you know, you just went along with it because everyone talked about it. But Ryan Reynolds is enough to make me watch this. He, I, he's, he's, I think I would watch him, you know, in anything. So I, I will watch this one. I do want a proper trailer for this because the one that they dropped was just a uh, always sunny in Philadelphia, yeah. like not even a parody, just kind of a, a funny little ha uh -huh moment. So don't know anything about the tone of this documentary, what they're they're what they're even going to talk about. Because like as far as I know, sure they bought this team, but it's not like they went on and, and won a championship or anything like that. So no, I'm, I'm kind of curious what they're going to talk about. Yeah. Especially they would track Rob and Ryan's crash course and football club ownership and the integrity and connected fates of the team and the town counting on the two actors to bring some serious hope and change to the community that could use it. So it's more of them coming in, like helping out and what, and then being clueless into what they've got to do. It's, it's Ryan Reynolds. I'm fine. It's, I know there's going to be two seasons of this. 
We're also getting a new animated series on August the 25th called Little Demon. Um, so this one is about a thir 13 years after being impregnated by Satan, a reluctant mother, Lauren, and her antichrist daughter, Chrissy, attempt to live a normal life in Delaware, but are constantly thwarted by monstrous forces, including Satan, who yearns for custody of his daughter's soul. And in it, also, Danny DeVito is playing um, Satan, and also his daughter, uh, Lucy, is playing Chrissy. Um, so... New adult animated series. <laughs> okay, okay. There, we go. there we go. Okay, I'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Is that kind of thing like we're gonna watch a trailer, watch an episode because that just sounds bonkers. Um, but then you try to explain like American Dad or Family Guy or anything to people, it's hard to. I, I wouldn't even try at no. this point. They're, they're sketch shows. And we're also getting The Patient, which is, this is one I'm looking forward to, on Tuesday, August the 30th, exclusively on Hulu, with the first three episodes dropping that day. So this is a um, a psychological thriller, and it stars uh, Steve Carell. And he uh, he actually, he's a, was it, he's being held as a, a patient, and there's um, somebody else who reveals himself to be a serial killer, and yeah, um, in order to survive, Alan must unwind Sam's disturbed mind and stop him from killing again. But Sam refuses to address critical topics like his mother and things. So, yeah, this one's going to be uh, a proper drama series. FX, you know, they do make, they are making some great stuff. This is for me. I mean, you it's like for like Hulu and obviously for Disney Plus internationally. I mean, that is a lineup for a few for, a, for like three four months of. I mean, that pretty much probably goes us from June right through to probably all Oct um, October. Incredible lineup. Just those eight series alone would be probably a pretty good streaming output, let alone just like added on here in the UK as just extra content. You got some pretty strong names attached to those mm -hmm. as well. You know, Jeff Bridges in the first one, Ryan Reynolds with the Wrexham, uh, Danny DeVito. I have no idea what that show is going to be like. But <laughs> Danny DeVito by himself should, should be entertaining. You know, uh, and then Steve Carell, I don't think he's quite made the transition from comedian to drama actor, but this might be the one that gets him there. Mm. Uh, who knows? It, it, yeah, it's just an impressive line, lineup all around. And I don't think there's a single one in that list where I'm like, no, nah, nah, yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. It, all of them have yeah. at least a hook in them. I'm like, yeah, I, think, I will check this yeah. out. I think for me, the old man and the patient are the two that are like, okay, they're brand new, like drama series. That's what I would be. I'm more drawn to, and so that that's pretty good. I um, agree with that. Moving on from there, let's talk a little bit more about the upfront. So it's been confirmed. Um, our kind of people, which is um, a Fox show in the US, a star original here, that's been cancelled after one season. Wasn't hugely surprised with that one. Uh, Dull Face has been cancelled as well by Hulu. That one won't be coming back for any more. Um, that's a star original over here. Also, I mean, this, I mean, you might want to hold on to your, your, your coffee here. Modoc has been cancelled and is not returning for a second season. And it looks like Hitmonkey is also not returning. I mean, I don't know who, who could have foreseen that happening in the slightest. <laughs> I, I appreciate that they tried, you know, yeah. it, their different tone. I actually thought Hitmonkey was a decent action show and uh, straightforward, hmm. good action show. Nothing particularly standout about it. And I think. They probably needed to take a bit more humor with it, given that Hit Monkey in itself is an absurd concept. But um, yeah, to me, this I is appreciate more they of, tried. Sorry, to me, this is more of like we have got these so far in development that this cost us so much, we might as well finish them and send them out to die, right, and get some money back from them rather than just canceling it and doing nothing with it. Because um, so, all all of the Marvel television shows, the whole lot of them, a load of them got canceled. Um, Tigra. Tigress was going to be in this. There was going to be one of them again. Keep an eye out for that next week. Just a little hint for the future. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, also, it was revealed that um, the comedy um, jokes from ABC that one's not going to be going ahead. They're kind of scrapped that pilot. LA Law sequel is not going forward as a pilot. And um, they are trying to find somebody else for it to see if they can find another buyer for it. Um, uh, that's true. Also, of, um... Of Joseph too, right? They're shopping at the other networks. Well, I think I think they're trying to. They want to read. They want to see if they can do something else with it. I think um, they, they want him to work on something else. I think they'll just scrap it and move on to another comedy because it's not. One other thing that's really interesting is True Lies has been picked up by CBS, but it's being made by Twenty. That's been in development for like six years. Um, all the I I find it really weird of how like. 20th century of basically Disney of ABC didn't want it. Hulu's obviously not wanted it. 20th FX, nobody in Disney wants it. Like now they've found CBS, and it's like 
okay but 20th century making it so i don't know what the distribution rules are going to be on this one because it could end up being a star original internationally it wouldn't surprise me um or it could be on paramount plus so we don't know so they're kind of in that thing of doing some kind of weird stuff on that one um yeah, yeah. I, I loved the movie the movie was a lot of fun back in the day i don't know how yeah. well it holds up now um yeah that, that said, also, I have no idea what to expect from the show. Yeah, I'm not really I expecting anything from that one. Um, Hulu has passed on a pilot called um, Rodham, which was going to have um, Claire Danes and Dakota Fanning. And apparently they're trying to find enough, somebody else to do it. And that's being made by the 20th century. Like they, get, they, 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 they seem to like trying to find some other buyer before they kind of pull the plug completely. Doesn't always mean it's going to get picked up because the other streamers are like, no, no, we don't want that. We don't want your cast off. Um, that said, Disney have all, ABC has picked up a few um, pilots and turned them into series. So uh, Hilary Swank's Alaska has been picked up, along with Not Dead Yet, which stars um, uh, Gina Gozes. We've also got The Rookie spin-off. The only thing with The Rookie is that it look, doesn't look like Disney got international rights to that one. I think it's only going to be uh, on the US or ABC. So a lot of a lot of movement within there. It's also like Big Skies returning for a third season. That's another star original internationally. Um, I, there was just literally just so much that got got announced. Because um, this is what, what tends to happen just before the upfronts. Five, a Million Things has been renewed for season five. The Connors has been renewed for season five. Um, the Wonder Years has been re uh, renewed for season two. So that's pretty good because obviously that's a star original and it's on Disney Plus in the US as well. Home, Home Economics has been renewed for a third season as well. But that's distributed by Sony internationally. Plus, they've also announced American Idol has been renewed, um, America's Funniest Home Videos, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, Shark Tank, they're all coming back, The Bachelor's coming back. Yeah, so, so yeah, there's lo loads of, like, TV, the TV side. And <laughs> um, one hand, it's like, it's, it's such a weird way of announcing it, of like, you know, like, here's, like, with Disney, like, we get, we get so much, with the Disney Plus ones, everyone has to have be on its own, whereas... Um, this one's well off. And also on the same subject, they did reveal that um, Lost Cities with Albert Lynn is coming back for another season of National Geographic. Looks like it's having a budget increase because it's moving production company and there's talk that it might even be shifted over to being a Disney Plus original. So there we go. That's all the TV side. Yeah. Uh, and TV handles a bit differently because, you know, with Disney Plus or Hulu or even things like Netflix and, and other companies, you know, each individual show tends to be a big deal because you know you only have one show per week or a handful mm -hmm. of shows per week plus maybe some licensed content whereas television it's like all right we've got 30 shows that are starting next week so we're just going to list them off rather than giving them all that and mm -hmm. almost all of the shows announced are renewals or spin-offs you don't really need to spend a whole lot of time with them it's like oh we got a new season no. of american idol uh do do i need to go into depth what what yeah, I think be, you know? we're literally just waiting on some for Fox to make some decisions on things like the Resident. I think like some of these um, animated series as well, whether or not they're going to be returning. But yeah, it's all. This is the trouble of like so many companies are involved in these things. But so there we go. So also this week we had the first full trailer for the Orville New Horizons coming on June second, confirmed for Disney Plus in Canada, the UK, Ireland. And some other countries. No confirmation yet for Australia or New Zealand. And um, with new episodes dropping every Thursday, same day as Hulu. Um, I the trailer looks fantastic. This is proper Star Trek. This is what's this is what Star Trek to, to me. This is what it was when I was growing up. I have a I was saying this to my dad yesterday. Of I always remember like the next generation and even Deep Space Nine when we used to watch it week in, week out. I mean, they were on for decades, they had a little bit of humor to them. They did have a little bit of humanized, whereas the like the new series and the new movies, they, they kind of removed all of that. They got so serious. And I in some way the Orville is, I feel like probably the closest thing to a proper Star Trek series that any than any of the Star Trek series. No, I I've been saying that about the Orville for a while. It is the most Star Trek series of the last it's the best Star Trek series of the last couple of decades, <laughs> probably going back to Voyager. Um and it's not just the humor, because that that's certainly an aspect to it, but it's also a sense of awe and a sense that they are aliens that was something that yeah. felt like star trek lost is that you know this alien over here they they look vaguely humanoid it's obviously you know behind the scenes it's a person and with a lot of makeup but yeah. they're functionally just humans that look different from the rest of us whereas the orville 
from the first two seasons, it kind of feels that way at the start. And then you start to learn, no, these guys really are aliens. There are parts of them, there are aspects to them that just have no connection to humanity whatsoever. And they are literally alien. I mean, I mean, there's a joke like, you know, he says about like, may the force be with you kind of thing. And it's a bit like, oh, it's like, it's like, it's not Seth's normal humor that you get from Family Guy. There's a few little things. I mean, I just remember like, you know, this whole storyline involving like one of the, you know, these two guys, so they have this egg for a baby. And then there's this whole thing with like, you know, like, like transgender role. And it was really serious. And it wasn't, there was none of it was taken. It was all found very, very straight. And it was a powerful thing. And it went off as episodes. And you know, this whole thing of them going to a planet where, you know, if your birthday was at a certain time of the month or a certain time of the year, they thought that was evil because that was where all the, and it was like, but they played it so straight. And you were just like, this is not a comedy. <laughs> you know, yeah, you might have a little gag here or there, but they were, the actual storyline for 50 minutes of the 55 minutes was pretty serious. And you just might have the odd little gag in there. I mean, most of the humor just comes from the show acknowledging how weird things are. Like Seth yeah. or, or um, you know, one of the other characters might make a little comment like, man, that's that that's so different. But like, like what you're talking about, you know, the they are aliens and they yeah. feel aliens they feel like they're not just humans with makeup on they they are actually aliens and bordas uh, and his husband you know those are the ones with the egg that i hope they get a little bit less in because season two was very much about yeah. them for the most part but you really it when you first meet them you're like oh this is just um wharf from yeah. star trek with the slightly you know they're klingons but yeah. not klingons and then you start getting into the story like oh oh the they they are not. They they have yeah. very different stories coming from these guys. Yeah, literally, yeah. It's literally, I would. I'm really looking forward to it. The, the, I was. I thought the other guy. Oh, we've pretty much got new episodes of the Orville right through the summer. So this is great. So this is this is going to be a nice, good release I, for us. I, I will tack on here. Um, we don't have many good things to say about modern Star Trek, but I will say that uh, Strange New World did have a a strong first I, episode. I haven't seen that one yet. That one's that. That, one's, um, that one. It's. One episode is way too early to judge on it, especially with recent track record. But I will say that first one did at least feel like it recaptured some of uh, mm -hmm. original series and next what generation. What network's that one on? That uh, Paramount it's Plus? on Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, because Paramount Plus launches here in the UK next month, so I'll, I'll be getting that um, for that on there. But yeah, so I'll be giving that one here. I think probably because my dad would just want to have the password to watch it. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> he anything Star Trek, that's him. So that's that's his kind of and, thing. As long as it's not Netflix, because they'll be cracking down on yeah. those uh, password chains. <laughs> um, final bit of the news. Um, Disney has also announced a brand new movie they're working on called Pocket Watch, which is part of the Descendants franchise. Um, this one's going to um, focus around, I think it was Cinderella's uh, daughter and also the Queen, the, the, uh, the Red Queen's daughter, and they have to save the world. Very, it's kind of, I think the trouble is they can't really do Descendants, I think, with, every, with everyone being that much older. And obviously... Um, with um, Cameron um, dying, they kind of probably want to carry on it, but do it somewhere else so it's not connected. Um, so no, so I mean, a lot of people I think that one that one should be a bit of a hit. That one should be a little bit of fun for Disney Plus. Right, and um, I think was um, like before we go into any of the, our reviews, quick bit of um, housekeeping. A big thank you to all of our patrons and our YouTube channel members. A big thank you to Adam, Raphael, Dana, Dan, Ricky. Uh, Dave, we've also got Mad Mad, we've got My VCR Still Works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. And also a big thank you to Paul, Daniel, Elliot, Aero, Caleb, Red Mars Man, Cody, Chris, Jacob, Darren, Lauren, Sarah, the, uh, the Juice, and also Andrew. And also, as per usual, huge thank you to Sarah for your support at your level. You can support us from as little as um, $2 a month, and it helps pay towards all the software fees we have for keeping us all going and all the bits and pieces that we need to do the podcast and the YouTube channels and everything. Right, let's do some reviews. So we're going to talk about the quest and we'll talk about um, Sneakerella. So um, we'll start off with the quest. So this one was a new series. A new, like a It's like a reality, like fantasy series. Um, very strange. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't, the trouble is, this is like one of those weird things of like going, like, and they're going right. This is not. This is not meant for me. I'm not the target audience. And I'm watching it, going, "Wow, it's like this has got some pretty good effect. This is kind of like once upon a time level, like quality." And I'm like, "Okay." And it's like, 
Um, because it's funny because we've got an interview with the prince um coming up later this week. Um, so I actually got to speak with one of the actors from the show, and they said there was a lot of improvisation because obviously the, the, they had to talk with the the actual um kids. And while they was filming and stuff, they all kept in like character, and they you know they didn't actually like get to know the kids as like a person. And you could see that the kids went on through the series that they were getting more and more emotionally attached to everything. And but it was just a very very odd series. I I couldn't quite like get into it. I don't know what it was because it was almost like well, it's not a story. There's a story going on here, but the kids are a bit you know they're obviously caught up in it. There were some times when they were doing some some of the um sort of gear and stuff. You could tell that it's just been like rigged up in special gear, filmed at a different angle, and then like it was like okay, well, I can see, you can see all the special special gear, and then when they come off of it, they haven't got the special gear on. You're like okay, um, and it was just. I think it's, I mean, I've, I've talked about this in the past. It, it sometimes, I don't know if it's, and it's not the kids' fault, but they quite often were like, it just felt like cliches, like the typical, and it was a little bit quite like, come on, kids, like, it's, I, I don't know, how have you, like, this didn't, it felt a little bit disingenuous because it was just so much cliches. Sometimes they would come out, but sometimes it was, it was really hard. I don't know if it's just, it's like if they've just grown up and they, that's the way they talk now. But as an English person, it, it, it was a bit jarring. You're going, God, these kids just aren't talking like a like a kid. Um, and obviously, it's like they've not been given a script. And it, it was really hard because it's like, I don't know how, what age are we going at here? Because for a 15, 16 year old, this feels like quite kiddish. And then it's like, and then the next stage, you're going, oh, this is like too advanced. It was a really weird little series. I I definitely, I, I, I don't know. I just don't know what's. Like. <laughs> it was just like quite hard to. Um, I just, yeah, it was a very odd series. Yeah, odd is probably the best way to describe it. Again, target audience uh, skewing much younger. Um, this would have been a show I would have loved to have been on as a kid. You know, yeah. it, it looked like it was a lot of fun for the kids, and yeah. uh, especially as they, they moved farther forward. That said, the viewing experience yeah. as an adult, I, like I wouldn't mind putting it on for kids and having like it's completely inoffensive. For, yeah. But but like you said, it is cliche. I I get that though. Um, Kids, especially with the age range they're talking about, you can't really do complex storytelling because they'll get lost very, yeah. very quickly in it. And that's why they stuck with the cliches is because they're cliches for a reason. They, they yeah. are basic storytelling. You're not really going to lose the thread. You're not going to lose what's going on. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it's. I would like a little bit more meat for the adult viewers. That said, I think... Honestly, I think kids will enjoy this. I, yeah. This is something I would definitely have watched. It's going to be very interesting kid. to see how this one goes down mm -hmm. because there was not a lot of promotion for it. There's hardly anything for it. Uh, at the minute, it looks like it's being review bombed on like IDMDB. There's like just so many bad reviews going in on it. And well, I'm uh, like, no, but we're talking it... about ones, like ones, and like, well, they're not that bad. It's, but it's like, it feels almost like it's massively negative, like like some kind of campaign or something. Like I, I don't know if it's maybe fans of the original Quest that just don't like what it is, or I don't know what it is. It's a very strange little series, and the, the promotion for it's been all over the place. And um, I wouldn't say it's, it's, it wasn't something I, I necessarily enjoyed, but I I could see where it, what it was trying to do. It was like, yeah, okay, it's just not for me, and that was kind of where I kind of stepped out. It is important to remember when you're talking about customer review scores, so not yeah. critics, but actual customers, there is a tendency to go with one or 10 or maybe two or yeah. nine. And everything in the middle of there just doesn't really exist. So I don't know. I, I have no idea what's going on. I, I yeah. did not realize this was happening on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or any of those. But it it's possible that the show did something that people found offensive. And uh, I don't know we what that miss. would be, honestly. <laughs> but... Um, and it's getting review bombed, or it's literally just people have no filter between um, good and bad, and and mediocre just is not a thing that people yeah. acknowledge, which we've definitely seen in the past. Uh, that's 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 a weird quirk. I had no idea that was happening. No, no, it was a bit of an odd one, and I'm a bit like, well, I don't, I can't quite put my finger on what it was because I I didn't think this show really had anything like vaguely, like, yeah, controversial. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, to me, it was just like, okay, this is. Just not for me. This just was not a series for me. Um, yeah, so that was that one. So that's the end of the quest. Uh, <laughs> it was just like, there's, yeah, 
I'll be honest, I did skip a load of episodes in the middle, and I don't think it made any difference at all <laughs> in um, what I actually ha- what I, I, it was like. I jumped on and went, I don't, you know, it's bad now if you can do that and you go, I don't feel like I've missed anything. That is, yeah, I, I, we definitely watched a couple of shows. Like that. <laughs> it was like, like, you know, what? There, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so we also had Sneakerella, a brand new uh, f- uh, film that dropped onto Disney Plus on Friday. Um, a retelling of sneaker of the Cinderella story with a modern twist. With um, so I'm, I'm going to throw this. What did you think of this one? I don't know why they called this Cinderella. This was not the Cinderella story. Well, they you see, I'd look at the other one. They they, they took the they took the Cinderella thing and shoved it so far into it unnecessarily. They, I I wouldn't have minded like a vague version of Cinderella of like let's take the core concept. And just kind of do something with it and modernize it, but not then just shoehorn it. It just like sometimes like you're doing that because of the book and it didn't need it here. It's the, I think the thing that really annoyed me was they went out for a date before any of it started. Well, this they spent time. About, yeah. yeah, they went off and they had a date. They had a you know they met up and he did and he didn't and he couldn't find his telephone. I was thinking at that point that was basically them. She that was the losing the shoe. She wanted to find him. And then they went and literally went like and did the whole same thing again where he lost a shoe. And it's like, well, we've got to find him. Like, we've been on two dates with him. And one of them, you, you know what he looks like. You weren't under any magic spell. I was just like, you are the uh, it was a little bit why why did we do you kind of did it and then he went and did it again. I didn't I didn't really feel I, I didn't like that bit. And then the whole thing with the magic just seemed very like what 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 was magic about it? He didn't really do anything. Like we got to get back by midnight. What's going to happen? Well, your, sho- your <laughs> shoes are going to turn into pumpkins. You know. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't know. It, it just it didn't really make a lot of sense. And then that that what really got me was the rap battle at the end because that was horrible. <laughs> that was just because it was just like, why are we suddenly doing a rap battle? And like the parent and the parents of rap it was like, well, I don't know. And I also hated the brothers as well. It was just just well, as I. Yeah. But I, I like the fact with the dad, with the stepdad, they didn't go down the cliche. They kind of made it a little bit more like, like I, you know, he's like, I'm really struggling. Like, you know, you remind me of your mum. And, and it was like they weren't going down that similar bad father thing. But the stepbrothers were just like, horrible, and they couldn't even sing. I don't know what was going on with that one. Yeah. It's it, a really nasty movie. I don't know. It's just, a, yeah. I think that's, that's, well, this is what I mean. Like, it's Sneakerella. It's based on the Cinderella story, but it goes so far through it, it just comes out the other side, and it's no longer Cinderella at all. Uh, it, it's just, yes, the framework is there. The they hit some of the beats, but it's like you said, um, that why are why are they already on a date before the whole thing? What's with the search? The search doesn't even make sense. It, I think that's what it, it. The story doesn't make sense, even with. You know, knowing it's a Cinderella story. Well, I think the thing is, it would have made more sense if had she he got on the bus and she left, and he got and he left her. You know, and she was she took on a photograph of his shoes or something like that, and she was trying to. And if she was trying to track him down from his shoes, I think I could have uh, through social media and all the rest. But then, and like you know, when they had the lovely dance and the music was going, it's like look, that was lovely. But then there was just like you know the host like. No, the, I don't know. The, the st- it just felt like, well, what you're forcing that Cinderella like narrative in, and you've already you could have gone and just taking it as a almost like influence. a guide, a guideline, like an influence, rather than just trying to. Right, we've got this point and this point and this point. I mean, I thought like the the fairy godfather was just like he didn't really do anything. It was okay. so like here's my car and I have a little bit of magic, but nothing really happened. It was. It wasn't magical enough. I don't know. It was a very, a very strange movie because on one hand, it had it had the potential to be good, but then it just kind of just just rub. I enjoyed like the first 20, 30 minutes, and then as it was going on, I was getting more and more annoyed at it. And, it, and I thought, I'm not, not good to be annoyed at a movie. Yeah, no, that's that's never a good sign. And I I feel like the inclination in this case is to to say like maybe the screenwriters didn't get it or the. Or something along those lines. But the the farther I got into the movie, I was kind of like, actually, this feels a lot like it was edited by two different people watching two different movies and then mashing it together into one. 
Uh, obviously, we don't know the behind the scenes stuff, but it really feels like like whoever edited it and put together the final master were like two different people and they didn't communicate at all. Yeah, I don't know. Right. The thing is, it had some really nice music in it and had some really good songs and good performances, but I don't, it didn't look like it matched. Right. Does, was it just me or was it just like, am I going, it just, it's like, just looks like they're, it looked like they were lip syncing to it. And obviously that's quite normal to them, but it didn't look like they were performing it. Cause at some point it's like, they don't even look like they're singing. They're like, they've got their back to them because they're not, and they're suddenly, and it didn't, because you know, like when they do a musical, you kind of want it to feel like they're actually performing it there. And the music is obviously, it is recorded externally and then layered on top. But this was just like layered right on the top with nothing underneath. It, was, it, it just felt a little bit odd in terms of the, the how that worked. You know, I, I was, I did not think about that when I was watching it. Um, but now that you mentioned that, I'm like, oh yeah, that, that, because there was something off and I couldn't put my finger on it, but I also didn't really want to think too much about yeah. it. Cause like, I'm, I'm ready to think about other things, but in retrospect, I think you're right. I think there was something off between the audio and visual sync. So it's not like it's out of sync, like the mouth is moving and, and then the song is coming. It just felt like they were disconnected. Yeah. It's, it's almost like it was like it was so over the top and so crisp and in the may maybe it was so crisp and clean it didn't have anything of the like the natural um like sound because like you know when you watch like west side story and stuff you can kind of feel the same you kind of feel that a little bit but at least feels like that you know that when they're on that street performing they are performing it as well there and then they just put the music on top but yeah i but yeah, like the music and all the rest of it was fine i just the only thing the only thing i didn't really like was the rap battle at the end—that was—I didn't like that. I love the bit where they did like the, they took the classic Cinderella song and they did a dance to it because I thought that was a great way of incorporating the original the original version and doing it modern. I like that. I did like that bit where they were having a nice dance and you know they had the, the original song going. I thought, oh, that worked really good. And then him running away and losing his shoe. What? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Especially when they start to like we're going to have all these people turning up with shoes. Well, you're gonna know you know what he looks like. I didn't understand that whole concept. Just, just like, why you know what he looks like? <laughs> it's it's it kind of misses the point of the exercise. So I'm trying to think. There was a Romeo and Juliet story I saw. I think it involved the X-Men of all things, um, where they did the balcony scene. Yeah. Uh, and and then during the balcony scene, the the guy just flies up. To Juliet at the end of yeah. it because he's, he's a character who can fly. Yeah. And he's like, "Wow, you you just completely missed the entire point of the balcony scene like, <laughs> all in one go. They they're separated. They can't get together. That's that's the yeah. whole point. And he just flies up there and like that is what this feels like. Yeah. Where we have to do it because that's the story. You know that it's Cinderella, so we have to yeah. do that because that's part of the story. Without understanding why." you do that why that's part of the story and why it's such an iconic part of the story yeah it's a bit of an odd one i i def i think i gave it like 2.5 i think i just went at three and then i knocked i actually even knocked i went just as i was posting it i actually knocked it down because i'm like no i i really didn't it was just like yeah this was just not for me i i just really just struggled with this movie again not target audience not my kind of film um i get that but at the same time it's like yeah this i i I, Disney just and every studio put Cinderella, lock it in. We don't want any more remakes, any more versions of it. Again, you know, we had the the one on Amazon recently that was bad. We've had the remake. We've had, you know, just just leave Cinderella alone. It just doesn't work in 21st century. <laughs> I, I'm sure there is a way to make it work in 21st century. It's just this was not, not even Andrew Lloyd Webber got that one going this. <laughs> This is someone about Cinderella. This is just not working right now. Someone will find a way, but please give <laughs> give us, you know, like a decade before you yeah. try. Yeah. So that was the one. I'm trying to think. Also, here in the UK, we got um, How I Met Your. Uh, I always get this one done one round. Your father. How I Met yeah. Your Father. So I did watch a few episodes when it came out back in uh, when it, before it came out back in January, but I watched the other six episodes this week. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying. It's not as good as the original. Um, I definitely feel like with the, the, the series kind of got into its groove as we got into this later episodes and um, kind of in some way 
it, the first few episodes were trying to shock a little bit too much, whereas the second, the next second half, it kind of calmed down a little bit. They weren't because I had so, uh, one of our mods messages going, "I just had this episode on," and because he, he came in and he had this like, like male um, sex toy, and like he, the the guy text messaged me going, "I was with all my family. I was so embarrassed. I can't watch this." I said, "Look, that's the only. And it doesn't do it from there on in." But it's like, there's like you know, there's like a random thing in a series that's like not expected. But it's a little bit tonally not. It's trying to be edgy, but it's gone too much edgy. I don't know. It was a. It was just obviously trying to recreate what happened in the original in what the scene in one of the originals. But it's like, yeah, but it, you took it to the next stage, and this is not that show yet. You, yeah. you haven't got. You haven't earned that respect. You know. I think how I met your mother did it. Like at season seven, you did it in episode two. You didn't. And <laughs> got to that level of, of acceptance. So no, it's okay. It's fine. I'm glad there's more, but I I didn't really feel it. Uh, I and I have no interest. No. In it. I haven't seen the original sitcoms are just generally not my thing. Um, yeah. That said, this week since it was kind of a, a quieter week for it, I started watching um, Under the Banner of Heaven. Is that on Disney Plus in it's the UK? Ca- it's coming soon. It hasn't arrived yet. I, we just keep getting told it's coming soon. Um, mm. I do wonder if it might be June, but yeah. So it is one I'm looking forward to watching. Uh, so maybe we'll say we, yeah. I'm not going to promise us reviewing that one when it comes out in the UK, but maybe we'll talk about it when it does. I will say the first two episodes really engaged me. I'm looking forward. I think episode four is the one that just dropped. So I'm going to check those out this weekend. Um, Andrew Garfield's fantastic in it and he's surrounded by a very good cast. Yeah. I'm looking for that one. Um, especially having seen him recently in, um, the eyes of Tammy Faye. That was that was quite. He was good in that one. Also, I was just going to think. Um, I recently watched Single Drunk Female. The whole season of that one. That was a, a star original. I think it was on Hulu in the US. And it's been renewed for second season. It's kind of a, a weird. It's not quite a. It's kind of supposed to be a comedy, but it's a bit more of a drama about a girl trying to um, go for alcoholic. Anonymous and the trip, the problems that come with that one. That was all right. And watch some things that I can't talk about yet. Um, and on that, I think that's probably a good time to leave it. So um, coming up this week, um, there won't be um, our normal videos because um, I'm going to be on vacation. There's a We've got Q&A coming up on both Sundays. So I answered a load of questions from our Patreons and YouTube channel members. So we split. There was that many. I decided to split it into two because it was it was quite a lot. Um, we've also got free interviews going up right through the week. So that, that'll be good. So we're speaking to someone from Moon Knight, also speaking to someone from uh, the brand new Disney Plus series, sorry, the, uh, the Quest, plus also the new Disney Channel series, um, Ultraviolet and Black Scorpion, which is coming to Disney Channel next month. So there's some in- good interviews coming out, which I wasn't expecting. So that was quite nice having a load of interviews through this week. But on that note, guys, thank you very much. We'll be back next week with a talk about this. Uh, we're doing like a full spoiler review of Doctor Strange and the Motive of Madness. And I'm going to be talking about Pistol. And then in two weeks, we'll be back with all the news and stuff. And on that note, guys, see you later. Tell me here. Later.